and welcome to the Every Other Saturday podcast, a brand new episode this week, uh, where, as you can see by the title, it's been a weird week since we were last um, speaking. I mean, Champions League group was drawn, we were all sort of up moms at what could happen, um, excited about the po- the possibility of the fixtures coming around, and then since then it's just been sort of disaster after disaster for the, the ticket and prices for that, um, for... No activity on deadline day, no more new signings were brought in with that money. And then the old firm game, which is we're going to talk about first uh, on Saturday, just another absolute mauling we got mm. off Celtic, which um, I just sort of adds on to the woods this season so far. Mm. It's um, it's been it's been a weird start to the season because obviously we got Champions League qualification, but uh, it's done on. There's just been some sort of missing lacking. Um, and it looks to be in terms of the department of the squad that's not good enough um, and we're all expecting more more players to come in um, but I, that's that's going to be the main discussion we'll talk about the Ajax game obviously because that's coming up as well but still struggling to really get up and excited about it but uh, we'll talk about it and as always you could like, subscribe, share for us um, it's always uh, appreciated um, so first of all first of all sorry into the, the old firm game. Um, obviously, as I was saying before then, hopefully we'd have went in this game with some new players, but um, the board didn't really want to spend any of that money, which um, I think lies to the problems that everybody sort of has at the moment. Um, no investment in the squad. The squad looks really, really stale. No no decent options. I mean, you've got Ryan Kent in the image there who was was poor for the majority of the game like everybody in Saturday but he's literally the only attacking threat we would have had opposed towards Celtic because everybody else is just not good enough um, and Celtic dispatched <clears throat> and dealt with pretty easily to be honest with you um, and it just shows that the squad is in dire need of investment and you thought that was going to be coming after the Champions League money and the fact that it hasn't is just shameful It's disgusting mate, it's absolutely disgusting the amount of money that we've we've made, as you said, for the Champions League, not only the Champions League, but the run we had last season towards the end of and um, Europe as well, selling a, a fantastic player in Calvin Bassey and letting Kojo Rebo as well. So there's, there is clear money there. Um, but Stuart Robson and the boys want to fatten their pockets up. It's clear to see that. I mean, the pricing for the Champions League in a, a time period where some people are struggling to pay their bills is... It's disgusting for me, um, but no, I mean, overall, on, on to back to the game here, sorry, but it was just, I mean, that was dug and bone, mate. That was an awful, awful performance. Um, it felt more like well, I was back in 2016 mm-hmm. than we did, do you know what I mean? Um, couldn't cope with them, couldn't live with them. They were all over us. They couldn't do anything. And there was no options for the bench, as you said. Um, obviously... All week you've been saying it is about how strong Celtic's bench looks and, and the options they have. And you've seen that straight away for you when uh, Kyogo went down, Jack and Marcus comes on. A quality player. A really mm-hmm. top player. Um, it's just the same, as I said, mate. Some people don't want to spend the money because the money is there. The fans, we've been calling out for it. We want signings. Everyone wanted the Brazilian boy. I personally really wanted to sign that boy that went to Club Bruges, the boy for Denmark. Um, I really like to look at him. But I really thought we were going to make some some signings as well. Um, also it's it's had... not even the fact that we, like, just because <coughs> we've got money, we need to make them. Like, it's so clear no, that we need, need, we need players. Aye. We desperately need players because you can't keep just relying on Ryan Kent to turn up in this game and, or, do you know what I mean? You need, you need to play as a team, as a unit. What Celtic did, they played as a team, as a unit. They came out, they pressed very well. 
Um, so if I'm, as I say, mate, you need to make big statement signs as well for me. You know, we qualified for the Champions League. Make those kind of signings that let people know no, we're here to compete at this level. We, we qualified for the Champions League and we're going in with a team that's weaker than our Europa League team last season. Uh, like that's just how how are you meant to be able to do anything like that? Can can I just talk about the goalkeeping situation as well? Because uh, John McLaughlin, he's been shocking ever since he's been number one. Let's be honest. He's been shocking. Maybe he can't cope with the pressure of being Rangers. He's number one. I think he's a great number two. Um, he's a decent goalkeeper on his day. But, mate, put the gloves to the side after that game. That was <laughs> that was diabolical. And listen, there's a young man sitting there. I know everyone's going on about the legend. And obviously, Al McGregor, my view. But there's a young man sitting there who had a clean sheet against Celtic last time. I broke I'm just saying. Do you know what I mean? He stepped in at probably our most important moment. You think mm-hmm. about it. Um, last season with the European game obviously and then the old for him as well you can maybe give him a shout but I said all along before going into this the board must they, they have to have known that they had to sign a goalkeeper you couldn't just hold your hopes up on Alan McGregor and whether he's going to sign that contract or not um, I, gen- I genuinely don't think we have a scouting department or a, a no, team that actually really. look at anything to be honest with uh, you because how are we still going into a season where Alan McGregor and John McLaughlin are your two goalkeepers. Robbie mm-hmm. McCrory never really have had a look in after that, and I don't no. see why, because none of the two goalkeepers ahead of him are even any better anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just it's annoying that why we even have the debate of playing a third-choice goalkeeper. Like, we should we should have went out and signed a goalkeeper long-term that's going to be your number one to stop number these one, issues yeah. happening. You need exactly. to have somebody that's going to be comfortable in that position. Exactly. And we've not got that comfort at the moment. Obviously, John McLaughlin's came in. He's done all right at times, but you can see he's far and away nowhere near to be our Angels number one in that um, performance show that the other day. Really poor mistakes, poor goalkeeping. Um, and I just that is one of the main areas, one of the, the main unsettled areas of the, the team. Summer. It had to be strengthened in the summer, and it still amazes me that it wasn't. I just overall, I'd, I'll be shocked if we went into this season. I really will be. I'll be shocked if we went in this season. Well, we're really going to need to buck up our ideas because this is the team we've got now. Like, obviously, we had our grievances last week, but this is what we have to. We had to. This is a team for the, the at least January now. Like these players need to pull out their ass and get their act together yeah. as well because the players in the pitch. That actually played this game. Come on, fuck man. Like, what was that? Like, you spoke on John McLaughlin there. Tavenier is your captain, arguing with Connor Goldson over a throw in and all it's that. Aye, uh, listen, give me five minutes on these two. Honestly, it's the same all the time with him. I love Tavenier. I love him. Everyone loves him. But seeing this, honestly, when it goes to Celtic Park, it's the same all the time. Goldson, I've had enough of him. I kind of really, I'm, I'm looking at it, man. I'm like, how can you be that size and be such? Mm-hmm. A Jesse, do you know what I mean? I'm going to keep my words PG for the audience out there. But honestly, how can you you be that that size and have that? You know what I mean? And just be like, oh, he's jumping up for the head. The one you were on about with Jackie Marcus today. No, you know what I mean. How can you be like that? I, honestly, my boy Sands has been carrying him. He wasn't. He wasn't any any better. What have you? But but I thought he was, thought he was better than Goldson. To be honest, with you, bet, but. Not one of them had a decent game, but you nah, know what I mean? Nah, 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 I thought Barisic whipped in some balls. Listen, I'm his biggest critic, as I see all the time on the podcast, but I thought he, he was decent. Um, Lundstrom, listen, brother, let's drop the, the the hard man act a wee bit. All right, let's just play football. Let's let's work on doing football there. Um, that'd be nice. Davis, I thought the pace of the game, Davis couldn't cope with it. I thought he was really out of it. 
Tillman's, I think he was just... Again, I don't think he could really cope with the pace. Aye. Kamara, for me, was really the only one going forward that was really trying. Cholak, he didn't really, didn't really do it, and he didn't really get any service, did he really? Nah. And then I Ryan Kent on the left-hand side. I'm not Ryan Kent doesn't look like he cares, so I should, I should be care about him. Just um, again, in aid to the recruitment, we've relied on this guy and we've kept him at the club for as long as we have because <clears> we spent that much, that much money on him. And at the time, he took us to that next level. We needed a right. big statement to come out, and it took us up to that next level. When he's he's obviously a good player in his day, but you're not seeing it enough anymore around no. about the team. Is there anybody again? Right wing's not been sorted in the middle of the park. No Lawrence. No, we've still relying on Stephen Davis to play there. Tillman had a really poor game. There's there's just nobody equality in, in the mid, middle of the parking. That's a really, really poor area, especially mm. defence as well. Signing John Souter and Ben Davies and they're both injured. Like, do we have any luck in terms of signing players? Like, it just seems like all the time we just sign injury-prone players. Do we look at anybody's history and injuries? Do we actually fucking scout MD again? Think about it, like, what do we do? All the players that we've that, seen linked to and we've, we've yeah. even seen ourselves that we should be in for... I don't honestly do not know what they do up there in that board. They just mm. sit and count the cash, I think, and that's it. That's what it feels like anyway, mate. But I think about that video was it with Tavernier and he says to it, he was like, Oh, I'm, I'm constantly on Ross Wilson about players and all that. Well, I hope, you sure, yeah? Because uh, honestly, I've had enough. How do you pay five million for a left back and he doesn't start the game? How do you pay four million for a defender and he's nowhere near the team? Nah, I get I it, he might be injured and all that, but come on. <sighs> Like, I, I, don't, I don't get the Ben Davies thing because he, was coming, he came in obviously to be Goldson's number one partner. Right. Suter obviously had issues with his brother and all that, which is fair enough. Respectable, but and it's, it takes as long as you need. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's fair enough, but it just seems like we still have, in terms of injuries and stuff, obviously I think he actually is injured now, Suter, as well as all of that happening. Right. So we just don't have any luck. That. You signed him, but that's what I'm on about as well. No. Suter was going to get injured when he signed him, so you couldn't rely on him to be... Conor Goldson's number one partner there. And then Kemal Roof, we've not saw since the Europa League final. We've had an update for Gio like, the other day saying in the next couple of weeks he'll be joining up with the team. Hadji, obviously, still the same, mm. looking like New Year time. But uh, the squad looks really weak and we all these players that you knew were going to be out and we still didn't go and invest in, in the squad and make it any better, which is... Um, I, I, don't, I don't see... the well, Me, anyway, as a fan and you... Everybody that I've talked to as a Rangers fan is not happy with the way the club's been run. Well, I mean, everybody has the same issues, really. I mean, we've been saying that since we started the podcast, Jack. Like, I mean, the right wing position hasn't been filled since Daniel Kandace left. Mm-hmm. And it's somebody like Tillman's playing out there for me. Tillman should be in the centre. Tillman should be the guy looking to create and, and link up with people. Do you know what I mean? Just having him out there for me is not. As I said, he had a started Scott Wright. Mm-hmm. Really had no, no complaints for starting Scott Wright whatsoever. Um, but no, I mean, it's just, you look at that team, man, it's, aye, that is what it is, mate, as you say, you got to give credit to Celtic as well, bro. Aye, of course, so like, fantastic Celtic absolutely fucking destroyed us, like, I was, it was that point as well, I'm, I'm, I was expecting to get hammered, like, I wasn't confident going into this game at all, especially at Celtic Park, first game of the season, Celtic riding on a high wave of form at the moment, and, and they really did just, Punishes for for silly mistakes as well, but also mm. need to pull the ball, put the ball in the back of the net. And every time they go forward, they look they looked like they were going to do it. It's just embarrassing, mate. As I say, that felt like 
I can hear Mark and old for him, do you know what I mean, Marlo? But that was just embarrassing, that was, mate. Absolutely mm-hmm. embarrassing. And like a lot of the players need to look at themselves, do you know what I mean? Connor goes and constantly shouting at people. I'd love to play with him because I'd give him it back. I'd tell him, shut your mouth, big man. Honestly, Sands isn't that kind of guy. I know he wouldn't be that kind of guy, but I'd tell him, i just shut your old, you know what I mean? You give me a stick for us. You're just causing most of the problems anyway. Mm-hmm. No, I've, had just... enough, I've had, Honestly, I've had enough with a guy like his size, as I say, mate. He should be, he shouldn't be like that at all, man. He is a Jesse for me. He he is a wuss. Honestly, I'm no it's it's what it is, man. He does my head in all the time, but because what one minute you'll be, as I say, you'll be feeling the way you're about him right now, and then next minute, oh he was, he was great. I he was great against Partick Thistle at home, do you know what I mean? But in games like this, this is when it really matters, as I say. I go back nah, to the yeah. final and all. All he had to do was put his leg out. That's all he had to do, do you know what I mean? But you can't, as I say, mate, you can't keep relying on players like Kent as well. Do you know what I mean? This is the summer for me, as I said to you, where you had to go and make signings that relieved the pressure off him as well. For me, Kent should be scoring more, a lot more than what he does. Do you know what I mean? He assists, obviously, but uh, he needs to put the ball in the net for me as well sometimes. Cholak, I mean, some of the players I say, Tillman, Cholak, Sands and what have you, I mean, this is a first time really proper experience in an old firm game. So I'm not going to be too harsh on them, as I say. Well, obviously, I will be harsh on them, but you know what I mean? Like they're still, no, they're, gonna, they're they're still improving as we speak. Uh, like. And, and can we just touch on it? I know people, some Rangers fans were upset with, it, with Sands and Tillman sitting there with Carter Vickers with the US, was it the US manager? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And we just can't grip ourselves, do you know what I mean? It's for the national team. Obviously, I understand, do you know what I mean? It's all for him, what he's doing. He shouldn't be anywhere near, but as I say, mate, it's... Look, it's uh, we, knew, we, knew, we knew like months ago that they were going to be getting watched by the, by the team just so happens they went out and they were, they were having of, a discussion. Right. Most of these, as I say, Sands, Tillmans, Kamara, they, well, Finland on the end of the World Cup, I don't know what I'm talking about there, but you know what I mean? Like Most of these lads are thinking about their international football as well with the World Cup coming up. So, nah, like, there's a, it's just a pure non, non-issue. non like, It'd be different if it was just the three-year-aim sitting there when we no coach. Like, that'd be different, but like, what are you doing? But they're sitting there with the coach talking about the the game because it was three of them and he was watching the game against them. I don't see any problem with that. It's a pure non-issue hiding over the fact that we were absolutely fucking diabolical in the game. Like things need to, need to improve on the pitch. I don't know how they're going to improve. Gio is he that guy to go and lift them again for for Wednesday? Um, I hope so. I hope he, he can implement the tactics that are right and get these you? players up for it. Hmm. Can we talk about Gio? We can talk about Gio, we can, um, because, because. Uh, again, at Celtic Park, he got it wrong. Uh, he got it wrong. He probably play a midfield like he did. Uh, really no ambition going forward. It looked like we were sitting in and trying to play as we do in Europe, which, of course, can work. Um, but playing against a team like Celtic, I just don't think you can set up like that. You need to go match them, and, and we didn't at all. In the middle of the park, anywhere, actually, on the park, Um and I, I think he, he could have made the change he bringing Morelos on at half time, react and, and go positive with the change. Um because uh, who who'd they take off Kamara for was it Scott Wright he brought on? Scott Wright, I, I just don't think that was yeah. the right change to make at the time. I would have brought Scott Wright on eventually, but I would have brought Morelos on, I think. Uh, well, as I say, you look at that interview everyone's been sharing as well. The one after the Champions League. Where he was talking about, oh, your club's got finances to go and boost the squad. And then he, he suddenly is like, no, we're happy with the team. You can't be happy with bringing Scott Arfield on. Nobody no. can. See, if it's, as I say, games like Livingston and all that, I can understand that. But no, like this. No, no anymore. I've had enough of it, as I say. For me, as I say, this this manager is, 
he's fantastic. He took us to a Europa League final. Do you know what I mean? He, some of these players, do you know what I mean? Some of these players were playing League One and whatever. You know, do you know what I mean? Giovanni took me to a Europa League final, and we were that close, as I say. But yeah, again, he did get it wrong, probably. As I say, I'd have started Scott Wright and probably had Dillman's where Kamara was and what have you. But I'm not going to, I know I've seen a lot of people saying get rid of him and what have you and all that part. I would never get rid of Giovanni, as I say, Europa League final and into the Champions League. He's done it, do you know what I mean? And I don't know, mate. I'm just, I'm all over the place, as I say, I think most people are, but. I wouldn't get rid of the manager. Yet again, another manager's been let down by the board. No one to It's just the same thing that's happened to Gerard, to be honest with you. Like, he's done really yeah. well in terms of getting positive uh, no, but, finances and uh, moments for the club and all that. And then you need more after that. Like You can't just sit with the same, same weaker team than he had to, when he came in and expect to do anything, mate. Like, you need new players to come in also and improve the group in terms of morale and players fighting for positions, because you look at Tavernier, obviously he's going to play every game untested, Golson unchallenged for his position, Lundstrom also unchallenged, Kent, I mean he's going to play every game, mm. like there's, there's no, no competition, there. there's, there's no like, oh, no, I'm going to play anyway. Uh, there's, there's not at all, and that's what I'm on about, that hunger, that desire to be like, no, I need to be on the first team, as I say, these guys know they're making the doll, and they're, they're first team players, do you know what I mean? But you, you can't go as, as a Rangers manager or as a Rangers team, a Celtic mm. part and continue to get absolutely fucking pummeled like that. It just can't happen, like, no but, matter yeah. if it was Gio or anybody, like, there's that, no, that's can. a warning sign for me going there. But, but um, I, I just, a lot of the blame for me goes on the players for not implementing no. ideas and you've seen it with Gio on the touchline going mental at like, Ryan right. Kent for that second goal at like, he said we were already in the press conference before the game. Like, surely they've. I would love to actually believe that they've looked at Celtic and the way they play, and mm. obviously we're expecting that, but we just weren't switched on at all. And Gio, as you saw in that video, was was particularly mm. raging about it. No, he was, but just a couple of things for myself, as I say, mate. I would, uh, as he said, brought Morelos on, on at half time, but um, I didn't. I didn't like the fact that he brought him on when we were, it was clearly done. It was buried. Mm. That was. The, that was something I knew. I thought he he brings him on. These Celtic fans are going to love it. They're going to love it. They're going to start the re- You know what I mean? I thought he could maybe uh, could have maybe tried to change things. I say, but the game was too far away. the game was done, man. The game was done. But what is he supposed to do with players that are nearly are nearly asked? Really, do you know what I mean? They're not really caring, are they? Let's be honest. So, and I, mean. I would have loved to have known what was That's said and what playing, happened mate. in that dressing room at half time. What what was what was your captain saying? What was Aye. What was uh, what was the senior players of the team saying? Like what what was actually happening in there? Because oh, no, they've been arguing each other, throwing handbags about. That's what's up, Davy and Gunson. That's all the two of them do. I've had enough of it. Me, because me as a fan watching that, I'm like, well, it's just the exact same thing that happened in February. There's no way we're going to come back, and we didn't again. Like we actually got a heavier defeat this time. Like what? As you say, it's players that can't be asked, and you've got a manager there that surely is trying to get them up for it. And players, you just don't. I don't Effort. know, man. That's all, that's all I'm asking for is effort. You need to you go there I mean? and be blown out your time. ass when you go to Celtic Park, man. Aye. You need to, do you know what I mean? And I, I would hope, as I said, I would hope Giovanni was in there as Alec Ferguson after the game. Pick that boot up and launch it at one of them. Because I know I would have. I'd have picked up and launched it right off Conor Goldson's head. Um, but no, I just, uh, as I say, mate, you, you can't... I'm, I'm not dreading, as I say, going to Celtic Park again. And, and I think that's... You've obviously got to give a bit of credit there as well. Do you know what I mean? That's a manager who people 
were laughing at, let's be honest, we were all laughing at Ange at first when he first came in and was like, this guy won't last long. But as I say, the board have backed him. His board have backed him and look, look at the squad he's assembled together. What shout out, I honestly think Abada is a fantastic footballer. I really rate that young lad. Um, it's annoying to say that, obviously. I know, it's, like, it really is. It's annoying to say Selic have good players, do you know what I mean? They've but, got uh, a lot of quality in that side. Like, aye. The, the, aye, absolutely fucking ruined us the other day. Um, and the, and the, that's what I'm on about. It's annoying because they did the simple things for me. They actually played for the jersey and it, they put, it was effort there. That's yeah, all I'm asking for, do you know what I mean? I'll be sitting in that stands for as long, do you know what I mean? As long as the game goes on. But all I ask is you give me, give me effort and you, you give me that little something. Do you know what I mean? Especially like somebody like Ryan Kent, do you know what I mean? I'm just, aye. I'm like, I can understand where I'm going off and being disappointed at the result and all that, but I just, see, as you say, you need the card and all. That's another one I was I was thinking about myself as well. See, experienced players in this game now, you think about obviously Davis and Tavnia, surely you've got to be telling them, hey, don't be doing stuff like that, do you know what I mean? Because that's what the fans are wanting you to do that, and as soon mm-hmm. as that happens, they're going to get on you. I don't know, it's just simple things like that for me, mate. I don't know, I've, as I say, I'm, it's just because although you weren't, I wasn't expecting much. It was it's just the manner of the defeat. It's just looking at your players. I again expected and being to like, compete. Like, that's what I'm on about. Aye. We didn't compete at all. We didn't turn up at all. I was expecting us to compete. I wasn't. I wasn't getting two ways saying, "Oh, we're going to win here." Or we're going to get hang me. I was just saying to myself, "No, as long as we compete." And we didn't do that at all. We didn't do that a single bit at all. As I say to people continuously still blaming each other at right hand mm-hmm. side of the defence as I've said the two of them have been awful this season for me compared to that left hand side of the defence for me so far I feel like the, as you say like the left hand side of the defence Sands continuing to get better every game obviously poor as, as everybody was on um, Saturday but constantly improving Barisic has actually looked alright to be honest with you <clears throat> compared to his, his right hand side Tavernier yeah. I know Tavernier always consistently tries to drive us forward and contributes and all that but Barisic has done really well, I think, recently. Um, I think he has as well. But see, see, Sans, Sans is a confident, uh, confidence player. And how are you going to feel confident when you've got that idiot next to you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Making mistakes constantly. He ain't a leader. He ain't, I'm telling you right now, he, he's a shirker. That's what he is, man. He yeah. ain't a leader. No, nah, and then no, another I don't bit. Like anyway. See, he's going to turn around and blame you when he was a I think that's a big part how of his character. How many guys have been so far this season for? Well, when you think about it, like oof, going, going back a, a bit, League. Um, I the, the ones in the in the Champions League against PSV, hundred percent. And then that's only needs to do is put his face in the way. Aye, the Hibs equaliser as well. Aye, aye, he's he's been really really poor this season um, so far, and as you say, getting outperformed by that young man next to him, which is fair play to the guy, um, but. I just thought it really annoys me how Goldson's position in the team, obviously at the moment, is undroppable because we literally have no other fit centre halves to play. But for the for the see, foreseeable future, see if he, see if he continues to go on like this form, there's no way anybody should be able he should be able to stay in this team. Um, but one of the main issues that I have in general with us the whole season so far, and that kind of started it in a negative way for me, is. Arfield, Davis, McGregor all getting new year, uh, one year contracts. I think it's it's so lazy in terms of. Of course, they have benefits like keeping senior players around and uh, with young players coming into the group and like that's what it is. But I'm looking at Lundstrom, Goldson, Tavernier. Are they not the new age players that have been here and have 
take on these young players through through the ropes. So why do we need Stephen Davis there anymore? I know Davis was not the worst player in the park the other day, but the fact that we've got a 37-year-old midfielder playing 90 minutes in an old firm game mm-hmm. is absolutely laughable. Like, I'd, I'd laugh at my own team if that's what we've got. We've got McGregor on the bench. Obviously, he's not played at all really this season, but still having him around and not getting a new goalkeeper in was annoying for the start. And then Scott Arfield, don't get me started on Scott Arfield. Just an absolute, just he's just not good enough. Like, he's not been good enough for about two years, and he's still there. I just I honestly think it's so lazy in terms of the recruitment. We could have got somebody proper in to play that Arfield role and get an attacking midfielder in that we're actually going to use. But no, we have to keep these players around for the experience. So they know the old firm. Where were they the other day then, if they know the old firm? I, that's just a main, one of the main problems I've had for, for the start of the season. I just think it's so lazy for Ross Wilson and the recruitment, no, the department that nobody even knows if it's even a hang in you know, the recruitment department. Well, I can understand. Obviously, I agree with what you're saying, but also would say, as I say, like games that happened, um, what was it, last Tuesday, wasn't it? Um, Cup no, game. Aye. You know what I mean? When you're playing the youngsters, that's when you can put them in there. But no, I agree with what you're saying. And listen, I was never a fan of McGregor getting a new deal. I was never a fan of Arfield getting a new deal. Dave O, I love him. Obviously, I'm going to say, I'll take Davis for another year. But when you're thinking on it, Jack, could have saved the bank and you could have brought somebody in who was younger, who was on the rise, maybe. Well, you look at Charlie McCann. Like, why can't Charlie McCann get his role? He's clearly at the level that... Mm. integrate somebody young that's already there into the squad because they're only going to get better if they actually get through and play games like mm. Leon King's looked looked a really good addition to, to the ranks so far like, no, no, I agree he's, with done, you, he's I... done well but um, I, I personally I just don't I think we should have looked elsewhere and get more players in and I agree with me but what I'd say and all that I'm seeing as well going about as well people on about just throw the young lads in I wouldn't throw the young lads in there on what's just it's coming up, man. It's just get, unfair on you them. Just get the fans like that. Like, it's never going to happen. Like, why? Why would you just play the young? Like, it's just stupid to, to even say. Something I would definitely. Like that, you know? There's for me definitely Charlie McCann used to be knocking on the door playing first team football. That guy. Aye, that's definitely the guy. Sensational, yeah. sensational ball. That other game the other night was boring, man. It was utter boring until for me he came on and some of the balls he was playing through were just sensational. Um, but as I say, mate. It's, I think it's I'm in the same boat with you I think it's lazy it's just lazy to keep these guys around you know what I mean you can talk about maybe squad morale or what have you or experience in big games like this but as you said where were they because they've only there they've only won that part do you know what I mean well obviously Dave was but he wasn't I just, I just have a lot of concerns <clears throat> for the very start of this season and then how long it even took to get a signing in with Cholak. Like, remember how long we were actually waiting for anything to come out and then we got that nice spree where we had signings and everyone was positive oh, and it was oh. looking at new players and stuff. But it doesn't matter, Jack, because by the way, we released a fourth kit and no, I don't yeah. know about you, but I'm willing to stick 70 quid on this fourth kit. What a banger a kit it is. I know, just more it's money joke, ripped man. out your bank account. I know. It's like, just a joke. I don't know if um, I've I've had enough of just and Everton in general. We just uh, it just can't be arsed with Rangers now, and it shouldn't be this way going into the Champions League. Like it should be a really positive time for the club. Optimistic. Everybody should be looking That's forward fun. and optimistic, exactly about the teams that we're going to play, the nights that we're hopefully going to have. And at the moment, it's it's just it seems like a never-ending negative spiral. It just Everton just going out of control, and Ibrox is really going to be a toxic place. I think for. For the foreseeable duty that that transfer window and duty the things that have happened that's happening, like fans aren't going to accept it. I, like, I will 
Mm. Sorry, mate, cut you off, but I'll be shocked if there's no protest for the Napoli game. Just about how much money we've paid in performances and what have you. I'd be shocked if there wasn't a banner, maybe, or what have you. Just letting the board know. Um, but as you say, mate... I think, I think it'll come, to be honest with you. I think uh, all the home games are going to have... And it's going to need to... We're going to need to chase them out, to be honest with you. It's up to us as fans to vent our frustrations. We're not happy and... Hmm. And um, I, things will need to happen, but in terms of the pitch, things are also going to need to happen. We need to improve by Wednesday because we're going to face this man again. Oh. Um, the, the campaign gets underway, obviously, against Ajax and the Johan Cruyff Arena in Amsterdam. And very tough game to start off your Champions League campaign, but Champions League is tough games all the time. Like, you want awesome. to be at this level, you need to play, obviously, the big teams. Calvin Bassey probably facing as quicker than he thought he was going to, but. Um, I act starting off the season pretty you much know, they always do winning games so sorry hang me I know we're going on to the Ajax game because you know it was a great point I, I thought Alan McCoy made when he was on commentary see we're losing the likes of Calvin Bassey Leon Balligan we lost the physicality the defence the intimidation mm. I feel like in, to see my boy again it's aye it's going to be a difficult game you hang Cruyff Arena a magical arena Um I'll be honest, I'll be, I'll be shocked if we get in for this game, but no one knows, we'll probably end up winning it because it's Champions League football in it, so I no, you never know, man. Aye, it's, um, it's going to be a tough game, definitely, as you say, Bassey coming to face you again, I put together, the, the, that was the, that's the team I think will play the game, and mm. that's um, that's Ajax's last team that played um, in the league against Cambour, never heard of that team before, um, but you've got Timber, Bassey, Daly Blint, obviously, I think is a... Uh, no, he's not the captain. It's Tadic, and you've got Alvarez, who was linked to be a move to Chelsea in deadline Is day. It? You've got Davy Klassen, obviously formerly of Everton. Stephen Bergwies, again another decent, decent player. Stephen Bergwijn, I mean, two goals he's written up for Ajax so far this season, mm. and they've also just signed Lucas Acampos for Sevilla. So they're replacing Anthony and um, Martinez pretty well with the funds they've got into the club. And Ajax um, notorious for building a young side, so. Uh, what's that? They tell me Jack is a, a club investing in players, making signings, using youth and using exciting, talented players. I like that. And experience in there as well. Um, I like the sound of that. I wish we did that. But <laughs> no, it should be, as I say, it'll be a difficult game. It's a really strong team. They seem to be ripping it up this season, um, especially the boy signed for Spurs back in there. But I'll be honest, as I said to you, I think you could go in the Dutch league and probably get 15. Um, um, they're looking to sign Jack, look him up. He's a decent striker. He injured the now, but he's a decent striker. Um, but no, I mean, I'm just um, I look forward to playing the game. Really, I, I shouldn't really have this kind of attitude, but it's hard when it's so hard to game. really even get positive for anything to do with Angels now. Um, looking at our side, I think we'll probably. Feel, I I don't G will drop McLaughlin. I don't think putting the faith um, in him to get us to the Champions League. I don't think he'll just drop him. After the after the, obviously which was a really poor performance, Tavernier goes and as you say the undroppables, Sands. Um, I would like to see him playing in there again. I've I thought my, my personal preference is Yelmaz. I, I I see no reason why we even sign this guy just to not play him in in games. Like you need to play the guy at some point. Why not? We can't just play him against Queen of the South and no, you can't even need to him in the deep end. Five million for you, we'd have to get on the park. You need yeah, in, like you're scared to get on that park. You need to integrate him into the side, although Barisic has been decent so far, so it wouldn't surprise me. Lundstrom and Kamara worked really well against PSV in there, and um, I, I would probably think they two will play again. And then 
I think we're going to need to play in the counter attack. So right, Kent uh, out in the le- right and left hand side. Nitty really buck up their ideas in terms of well, right was all right when he came on um, the other day, but Kent really really needs to buck up his ideas. Malik Tillman again really poor the other day, but I was kind of just repeating myself. Tillman so far. Stop with the fancy tricks. You're not buying Munich like anymore, bro. You need to finish it. You need to put the ball in the net. You know the ones where he's doing the back heel and the, you're mm-hmm. like, put the ball in the net. I don't need to see that. Yeah, I think uh, he, he just, he likes the slower type of game. So, I mean, maybe this kind of game. Aye, used, so. because he's used to coming for a side where they dominate the ball. Coming for a pub league, let's be honest, the Bundesliga is a pub league. I think the French, the French league is a better league than the Bundesliga. The same team wins it every year. It might be a big statement for some, but I generally do think it's a pub league. Do you know what I mean? There's some good talent out there. You could say that about all the European leagues these, these I would, days. You, but you, you could be, but the Italian leagues aren't back on their eyes. French league seems a bit decent. The Italian league really league. does seem the most competitive out of them all, Aye, to be honest with you. But I just think, do you know what I mean? He's coming for a team where they dominate the ball. They dominate most of their games. It's, it's the same we should be doing, though. We should be dominating all oh, these games. No, Obviously, in Europe, it's going to be different. We are, we are the underdogs of this group. But... Um, uh, in terms of the league and all that, that you can see the games that we we dominate the ball in and we're on the front foot all the time as the games he does play well in, but he'll need also he's got the physicality and he's got the graft in his game. He just needs to add a bit more for me. Um and then the man up front, I think Alfredo Morelos, it's time to give him a start. Um I think Antonio Cholak has done really well. Wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised, but I just think Morelos is always just going to give you something more up front and it'll cause Ajax definitely more problems, I feel, um, than Cholak will. Well, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see him going up against Calvin. They both of them know each other's game inside out. So uh, that'd be interesting, Cholak. You could argue, as you say, he's not put a foot wrong. Really, no really drop him. But my guy right here, don't you ever disrespect him again. Do you understand me? This is the European top goal scorer. This is the man that brings smiles to our faces when we need it. Just don't mm-hmm. disrespect him again. I, I'd play him. Listen, I, I would like to... I don't know. I, th- I think it, it's difficult because you're going into Aberdeen at the weekend as well and you would like a hard, right. hard fit grafter up there and I think Morelos will do you a better job than Cholak will. But Why I just think... Why can't you up top together? Uh, Gio said he won't do that. I which... think you see that. I know it's hanging, but I'm sick of watching like 4 3 3 and all this. Like, what happened to the old school way? You know what I mean? Four four two. Not always joking, but I just I, I'd like to see maybe the two of them play together. I know he's, Gio said he's not going to do that, but it's just just a thought for me, mate. No, um, I, 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 it's, a, it's a weird one because I've always liked I liked when he changed that formation after the Celtic result last year, and this is kind of what we grew accustomed to here. But I, it's just. I think that'll probably... I, I don't think it'll change much, to be honest with you. I think uh, there'll maybe be a couple of changes in there. I would really like Morelos to start, but again, wouldn't be surprised if it was Cholak. I just think you're going to have more success with Morelos up front, personally, but it's going to be a tough game anyway. There's no... no re- We're playing Ajax, of course, away from home. It's going to be tough, but we need to get back to winning ways and quick because um, uh, you can't ride on that negative wave. Although, if we go out and win this game, I'm, I'm going to be over the moon by it. Like, of course, uh-huh. winning in the Champions League, I'll... I'll be buzzing, but um, I things things really do need to improve. And we need a win, I think, to get everything back to at least a, a positive light. Do you know what I mean? It's been uh, it's been really tough for past for, since we've really qualified, and it? it's been it's been never ending. Uh, no, it has been. Listen, three one the Rangers. Um, I don't know. As I say, man, it's you're just devastated. You're gutted. You've lost to your biggest rivals, and obviously, what's going on as well. We're not bringing the players in. <laughs> 
the board seeming just been money hungry. Um, I say get the Saudis in. Let's let's have the Saudis in. We'll sign Kylian Mbappe, Neymar. Uh, no, I'm only no. But no, as I say, I'd, uh, obviously you hope for a win. Champions League football finally back to win. And the Champions League, as I say, in a real competitive game against Ajax, it's just it's going to be good to see the boy Calvin play again. I know he's going to up the levels because he's playing against his, his old side. Um, but hopefully it should be a good game. There's been a couple of good games in the Champions League coming up this week as well. Looking forward yeah. to the PSG Juventus game. It should be a good game. Sevilla v Man City. Also Real Madrid are in Glasgow. Karim, brother. I'm not the biggest fan of the club you play for, but if you could put the ball in the net three or four times, that'd be great. No, um, it would be, it would be, but um, I hopefully we can we can actually go and win this game and get a positive result for it anyway, and we can take that into the weekend's game in Aberdeen, which is probably going to be the harder game in terms of where we're looking at. If we're looking to go into that game and win, there's no questions about it. We cannot drop any more points in the league now, so that's probably the bigger game for us. But looking forward partially at the moment to, to the game coming up but um, I will see, we'll see how it goes but uh, that's pretty much all I was wanting to talk about today anyway I think I've got my frustrations out as much as I can uh, I think my, my rant my raves are over I can get back to worshipping Greg Stewart um, no joke <laughs> no I know but um, I, let us know your thoughts on, on the squad and the, probably the same thoughts as, as we all have anyway and in the comments, comment Agreed. comment below what, what's your current feeling about Rangers? Are you looking forward to the IX game? Agreed. What needs to change? Um, and I'll Agreed. get back to you there. And next week, uh, we'll be back with another podcast, hopefully discussing something more positive than, uh, than a big defeat. But until then, we'll see you.